back with another episode of the 132 Breeze Podcast. As always, this is Marlo joined by Casey. Casey, how are we doing this evening? Well, hanging in there. A uh, bit of a stormy late evening after a very humid day. Got a lot done, so feeling a little down's not the right word. Feeling pretty relaxed, comfortable Sunday night here. A little bit of storms going on in the background. Hopefully that doesn't affect our internet connection here, but uh, feeling feeling all right, Marlo. How are you? Feeling good, man. Uh, you know, ready to ready to go for another episode of the podcast. I think it's going to be some interesting times coming up. Mm. Um, but hey, man, we're gonna we're again we're here for the people. We're gonna fight through it. Um, and yeah, so with that said, are we, we jump right into the Badger talk? Yeah, our Badger talk. Uh, we I was prepared to sit down and do. You know, we had the the schedule release come out, and, and uh, what well, I guess would be considered a relatively easy schedule for Wisconsin to at least make it to that Big Ten championship game. All that may or may not be out the window by the time you're listening to this, Marlo. <laughs> uh, the Big Ten and the other conferences are have an emergency meeting to discuss the possibility of uh, not having football this fall, Marlo. Um, it's sad. What do you go from there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I can't remember if we talked about this on the pod or if we were recording, but you know, a while ago is I, I personally was keeping somewhat of a hope, but not knowing that it's probably not going to happen. Um, you know, kind of the first domino to fall, as always, the Ivy League's ahead of everybody, uh, mm. <laughs> pushing off their fall sports about a month ago. And then Connecticut this week came out and said they're canceling, canceling football season. And when you lose Connecticut football, I mean, that's when you know. That's when you know the ship has sailed. The yeah. ship has sailed. Uh, the MAC did it earlier today. They pushed all their fall, so it was it, yeah, it was a better time. And then SEC comes out. Was, well, we'll 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 mask on the sideline, so it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, to the point. And then you know this got a little excited when the Big Ten released their revised schedule that mm-hmm. was for only 10, 10 conference games. Um, and I was like, okay, I guess we're, we're doing it. We're going to do it. We're going to try it. Um, but it just seems like there's a lot of, as we, before we got on and throughout the day, they're just, yeah, like you said, there's meetings going on and does not look good for, for fall football this fall. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> we have a podcast, but I don't know if I'm emotionally ready to, <laughs> to talk about this yet. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's sad, I guess. Uh, I don't. So I tried to get like do a little research, but you dig a little bit into any of these conversations, and it just ends up being like the two sides yelling at each other, and yeah. one side saying everything's fine, this is ridiculous, <laughs> and the other side saying, "How dare you put anybody's life at risk to play football?" And those two sides just yelling at each other, and there's no. It's a hard time trying to find and understand kind of a discourse for how this would work and what the actual risk and challenge is to to players. Um, so I gave up <laughs> doing that um, just because it, it was it, it seemed like a uh, fruitless endeavor to try and, and kind of come up with with any kind of I guess I was trying to come up with a nuanced take, but I, I don't or a nuanced angle for it. Um, but it just is two sides digging in, one side saying, 
health above everything, the other side saying football above everything, and then there's no in-between. I do think that it's a lot harder to quarantine and limit exposure for 120-somethings mm-hmm. and late teens than it is professional athletes. And we've seen in baseball uh, how that is even a challenge. So yeah. um, I, I can see two sides of that, right? One is well, I, I can see why you'd want to push it back because it's almost impo- it seems impossible to be able to be able to do that without draconian measures that I don't think anybody wants to take. So yeah. uh, that kind of makes sense. Um, I just, like you said, we've kind of keeping our fingers crossed. I just, not that I thought that the pandemic would pass because I didn't think that was, that hasn't been feasible for a long time. I just thought we would get to a point where the exposure and risk to college athletes uh, would have, I guess, one already happened because of said previously <laughs> said like eighteen to twenty two year olds don't seem to be taking this seriously in general. Um, not to say anything specifically about college athletes uh, that that would kind of show that it's itself. not yeah to, to not show that it's okay because there's still risks and things, but to it would limit it right to get some sort of uh, immunity or something. But obviously that isn't the case. I understand schools be being in a tough spot it just really stinks and you know as we're kind of sitting here in we have sports back but you know yeah the mother of all sports at least for our podcast and i think for our general fandom now looks like it's going to be pushed back so now i have to try and convince myself that spring football is going to be awesome and it's a long way to go from here <laughs> yeah it'll be if they actually do push it to spring it'll be interesting how they how they do that who's going to play um in the spring because you know that's that's combine time for these for these guys. You know for, for the the Power Five conference. In, well, I mean for a lot of people. So that's combine yeah. time. Um, you know, are those those high prospects? Are they going to be like, well, it's not worth the risk, especially that close to to the draft? Even though I don't know if the NFL. Do they not? I think they're still they're still on on target to keep the draft and everything. Yeah. Um, in the same same time frame. So. Everything's crazy. It just seems like, you know, it, there was going to be a, a time where the rubber hit the road and some decision has to make. And I know we're talking like <laughs> it's already been made because we're just guessing by the time you hear this, the decision will be made. Um, yeah, well, even if it's me. even if it's not made, I think, yeah. Marlo, we have to at least start visualizing. Thinking, yeah, fi- <laughs> expecting it as opposed to our, our denial that we've been in, at least that I've been in. Yeah, yeah, no, we're, I mean, we have a home game against Indiana September 4th. We're less than a month away from football. Yeah, It's going to happen. Stop nah. it, Casey. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Badger's, what is it, camp or player's report or whatever was Monday. It's tomorrow. Yeah, it's supposed to be tomorrow. Like, yeah. like they were they were going to be on campus. They were going to be practicing. So, um, yeah. It's a, it's, if they delay that, right, as they're meeting, I guess maybe that's why they're meeting today. Yeah. Um, they delay that, then they got it. They're up against the games, so yeah. Looks uh, like it's happening tomorrow. This sucks. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what we're gonna do. What we're gonna? Yeah, seriously, what we're we gonna do? Dude, we're gonna, <laughs> we're just gonna talk about how awesome spring football is gonna be. We're totally. <laughs> like we're just gonna talk about how awesome Mike Merz is gonna be because he got this extra time to practice. Like right around, right around like Thanksgiving, we're gonna be like, just think, <laughs> snow's gonna be melting. They're gonna be out there. Slinging the ball around, running—I don't know. Um, 
I, you bring up an interesting point. If it does go to spring, which I, I can't imagine they cancel for the same reasons we talked about why we didn't think they would cancel it in the first place. Yeah. Uh, mainly money. Um, I can't see them just canceling the season, but moving it to spring. It's not like, like they have their own facilities. It's not like, you know, the NHL or NBA where they like share facilities and their concerts there or something. It's like the facilities right. will be there. So that at least is something they don't have to worry about uh, for that. But it, it will be interesting to see these top prospects. Like think of like Trevor Lawrence, right? Yeah. Is he going to play in the spring or he's going to be the number one pick, whether he plays football or not. So like right. he has something to risk. I think, you know, 95% of the players aren't in that kind of position and will probably yep. play, but you know, that top echelon who are, you know, presumably going to be number, you know, whatever high draft picks. Right. Um, and Trevor Lawrence would be the prime example if they'll if they'll play or not uh, will be will be very interesting. He had an interesting tweet out there uh, saying that they should play, so I encourage people to go check that out. And you, you get you get in the replies, and it's just two sides, two <laughs> opposite <laughs> sides yelling at each other, which is I guess most of what is happening in uh, civil discourse these days, um, as it were. But um, yeah, it sucks, Marlo. Okay, let's move on. I don't want to. We, 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 I'm just going to dwell on it, and I'm going to keep circling back to this. Really stinks. And uh, the Badgers look like they're going to have a really good team. Maybe they'll have a really good spring team. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep. Uh, yeah, keep the ears to the ground. So we'll see. Maybe something will break. Uh, for the sake of Casey's soul, right now we get, we should probably move <laughs> on. <laughs> going on, should we talk baseball? Yeah, let's talk about the uh, Breeze went through due rivalry was last week, Marlo. The season series completed. All four games, they were actually split two and two. Two Milwaukee, two in Chicago. I think last week I said all four were in Milwaukee. Uh, I was mistaken. Uh, but each team won the two games at the other team sitting. Marlo, uh, yeah. how did this series feel to you? Because it felt uh, very weird to me. Yeah, I, well, yeah, like I said, we uh, each won at each other's stadium, so the first two games were in Milwaukee, um, and the Sox came out on fire uh, those two games. And then once we went back, we decided to stop, to stop playing baseball. So it was much of a roller coaster of a, uh, of, of a series. But, you know, I think, again, we're still, White Sox are above 500 um, right now yep. with that split. So I don't know. I'm, I'm back on the train. Of hey, if we can just keep keep some win, stack up some wins here and make one of those playoff spots, this might be a fun year. Yeah, I think that's definitely in the cards. Uh, I think so. It was weird for me in that the Brewers led each game. Yeah. <laughs> at, uh, at some point, and I think relatively late in the game, so I, I didn't go back and look, but I thought it was like fourth inning and on that they led. Uh, ended up losing the first two and. That was I was hitting the panic button pretty hard, Marlo, as I am one to do during this shortened season, um, as I would have been exploding the panic button if the Brewers didn't beat the Reds today. Uh, but then they went down behind uh, Hauser uh, with a 1-0 shutout uh, in the first game, and then the bats finally woke up in the second game. A split seemed fair, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but one thing watching this White Sox team, Marlo, is they are a fun young team, and... I think you have a lot of really fun players that seem like they're going to be around for a while. You have a, a former Brewer and Grandal, so I, of course I hope he does well. Um, I like the White Sox team. I thought they were fun to cheer for, and maybe that's just because I'm friends with you and know that you're a fan <laughs> of them, and that's why. But yeah. you know that doesn't really work with other teams. <laughs> like yeah. I have lots of Cubs fans, and obviously that doesn't work uh, that way. Uh, but 
it was a fun series in that it was split and ended well for my team, uh, but also just a lot of the White Sox players were a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, well, I was losing my mind. The yellage inside the park home run. What the <laughs> hell is going on? But to your point, this was supposed to be the year before the year, right? Yeah. Um, after doing all the tanking and, and trying to recreate what the Cubs did on the other side of town, um, getting all the stacking all the prospects, and this was the year they come up, get that experience, um, and then the next year is supposed to be the year. So we'll see. I, I agree. It's like it's a lot of young talent out there that are starting to, you know, you see the, you see the um, the flashes of what what kind of talent they do have. It's just all about being more consistent at this point. Yeah. So then after that, the White Sox went on and they're pl- facing the uh, Cleveland TBD <laughs> team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Cleveland series uh, split that as well. Yeah, with the game, game going on right now as we record, which I actually had up. Do I have it up still? Oh, it's tied. So literally split. Literally it's split, as split right as it can be right now in the ninth. So, um, yeah, every team is uh, above 500. Even Detroit is above 500 in the AL Central, Marlo. Jeez. What a, what a division. Yeah, strong Except division. Well, then there is even 7 and 10. Who are they getting all these wins against? I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to look into it. Crazy, crazy there. Um, all right, Brewers Marlow, rest of the week. Face the Reds, as I mentioned. Went one for three. I would have been lighting my hair on fire if they didn't get a win today. Again, bats dormant the first two games of the season. Finally woke up today with a 9-3 victory. Yelich with uh, three RBIs, uh, a monster home run, and a RBI uh, triple. Two RBI triple must have been because I think he had three. So I hope to get him going. Um, and Smoke finally did something for the first time in the season. Way to go. Uh, so, yeah, he had uh, he had a double to start off the sixth. They had a six-run six, so he had a double to start off, and then later he drove in two runs. So a good sixth inning. Justice Smoke finally did something, so that was great. Last baseball thing I have, Marlowe, is yep. unless you want to talk Brewers some more. Oh, no, I'm good. We can move You're on. good on the Brewer talk. Yep. All right. Um, the Astros because they're jerks, are currently being beamers and not getting beamed, Marlo. They're not being beamies. They hit five A's, resulting in the fifth batter being hit this afternoon with a bench-clearing brawl, which is a huge no-no during the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, but that was that was triggered. They hit five A's in three games. The A's didn't hit any of them. Didn't hit the Astros once. Yeah, what is going on with this? Why, why does everyone forget that the Astros are supposed to be, this is supposed to be the year of beaming Astros? Well, they came out and they suspended uh, with the Dodgers pitcher Kelly, right, for eight games, which is insane mm-hmm. uh, for his antics in, in hitting an Astro. So baseball came out and was very strong, like, protecting the Astros. So I'm sure that, that baseball is going to be fair here. They're going to be consistent here and apply some sort of punishment to the Astros for for their five beam batters in three games. I'm sure baseball will do that because they're a well-run organization who's very fair and consistent. Yeah, totally. totally makes sense. God, I hate the Astros. At least they lost. They they ended up, they did lose the game. Uh, the A's have won nine in a row, which is crazy. Amazing start to a shortened season. That's one sixth of the season. They've, they've won in a row. That's crazy. Um, 
All right, that's it for baseball. Anything other baseball things going on in uh, as you see it, Marlo? No, I, no, that's all I got here uh, for the baseball. We got uh, after the Detroit series. We're supposed to have the Cardinals series, and Cardinals are doesn't look like they're playing baseball ever again. So yeah, we'll see where that goes. Yeah, we will have to see where that goes. They've missed 15 games already. <laughs> yeah. I think. No, it doesn't seem right. Not that many. Has it been? It's 15 days. I'm sorry. It's been 15 days. Days, days missed since they played a game. I was like, 15? That can't be right. Bruce have played 13 games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they missed about eight games. I think they would have had eight games, eight or nine games in those 15 days. It's been a long time since they played baseball. Um, I don't know how this is going to get. It's going to get made up. No, there's no way. Yeah, because baseball came out like, or where they had with double headers, teams playing a ridiculous amount of games in five days. I forgot, but it was their, uh, yeah, their makeup series, and but they still haven't got on this field. So it just keeps stacking up. But it, yeah, I don't know how they're going to be able to fit it. They're already yeah. tight. Already tight on time. It's all, yeah. I don't know how they're going to fit it in. Yeah. Crazy times. Uh, can you imagine being a uh, Cardinal? Well, not the but like Cardinals fan, you're like, all right, we get baseball, and they play two series, and then they <laughs> miss their next three, and it's yeah. like, I know when that because the Brewers supposed to play the Cardinals. I think when the first got because they got quarantined in Milwaukee, yeah, uh, in the Fister Hotel. It's like, oh shucks, I'm in this, you know, the nicest hotel in all Milwaukee. <laughs> <Shucks>. <laughs> Which I mean, Shoot. for a professional baseball player, it's not probably not the same as me being like, oh no, <laughs> not again. I have to stay in this nice room. With all these amenities, uh. <laughs> um, I don't know where I was going with that. All right, I got distracted by imagining myself staying in the Fister. Um, may or may not be haunted. I don't know if you knew that, Marlon. Oh, that's right. Yes, may or may not be haunted. So, um, all right, <laughs> that's baseball. I have no idea where I was going with that. <laughs> oh, whatever. All right, on to the basketball, Marlo. Let's go to uh, go to the bubble. To the bubble. Down in Orlando. Uh, let's start with the Bucks. Marlo Bucks went one and one this past week. Maybe it was more, but uh, they went one and one. Um, they defeated Miami. Um, oh, I did miss. Oh, they went one and two. Okay, they played Brooklyn. Giannis didn't play the second half. They ended up losing one nineteen one sixteen. Doesn't really count because Giannis didn't play the second half. And Brooklyn, Brooklyn is weirdly doing well despite yeah. like their best players not being there, uh, which is very strange. Uh, Bucks bounced back out of win over Miami, and then last night played Dallas in the marquee matchup of the night. They lost in overtime, one thirty six, one thirty two, but should have won the game. They were up one nineteen, one twelve. Let Dallas score the last seven points of the game, including George Hill missing a wide open three pointer, uh, basically as time expired to win the game. So very frustrating end to the game. What was even more frustrating, however, Marlow was having to cheer against Luka Doncic as he had 19 assists, including an amazing between-the-legs pass with like a minute left in the game. Uh, he's really good, but ha- it was not fun to root against him because he was really good. But he also has a little bit of, let's say, European flair, where if he gets fouled, he flies down and he yeah. falls over. And again, maybe this is just because I just recently watched a game in which the Bucks played against him, but 
he threw himself to the ground after, so, sure, some contact, sure. But man, a lot of acting going on. That's all I'm going to say, Marlo. Yeah, those uh, the Europe the Euro- the European school of <laughs> of flopping. It was in full effect um, <laughs> during that game. But Luke is a baller, man, and yeah. he is. I mean, he was doing well, obviously before everything was shut down. But he's you know he hasn't missed a beat coming back uh, in this bubble. Um, but I th- yeah, he's a fun he's a fun kid to watch. I th- and it'll be interesting. I use the word interesting way too much. I need, I need a new word. Um, right. <laughs> we'll work on that. But as his career kind of keeps going, you know, what's what's his upward trajectory, and where is he going to take Dallas? Um, more yeah. importantly, so yeah, I think you'll you'll be seeing you'll be seeing them again. That could be a fun that could be a fun series down the road. Yeah, I'm really frustrated with him right now, but I'm sure that in the next game he plays, I'll be uh, enjoying watching him play. Yeah. Uh, so there is that. Um, and it, it, his game is just, it's just seems different. Like he moves at a different speed. His He creates space, but he doesn't seem that quick. Yeah, And like he just seems to know where to, how and where to put his body to, to maximize his space. It's just, it's different than, you know, a lot of what, other players you see out there, other great players you see out there. He's so. like that old man's YMCA game where the guy's not that athletic, but like kind of moves his body. And it's just so frustrating yeah. when he hits a shot over you. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, so that's what I've been watching, mainly the Bucks, Marlo. Anything you've been keeping your eye on inside the bubble that you want to talk about? Uh, we get some more celebrity sightings. Lil Wayne was at the Lakers game. In the screen, in the, the zoom. in uh, in video, in video, trying to high five the person next to them, um, and <laughs> so it was entertaining. Joakim Noah is playing for the Clippers. Um, yeah. Wow, he's getting some run because they're they're light on big men. Uh, he's got a receding hairline. He needs to cut his hair, but it's good to see it's good to see Noah that even without a crowd, even without any of that, he is still just the most jacked up hype man on the bench <laughs> in this bubble so that's that's good to see yeah the benches have been kind of NCA tournament-esque at yes. times yeah uh which i'm debating how much i enjoy or not <laughs> i guess it depends on the matchup and who's who's doing it much like much like NCA basketball where if it's you know wichita state back in the day it's awesome if it's duke it's annoying and yeah. they need to stop um so that, I guess, carries over. Uh, other thing going on in the bubble, Marlo, the 76ers having some injury woes. It sounds like Ben Simmons is out for the playoffs with uh, a knee injury, and Embiid twisted his ankle today. I don't have a report on, on how serious that is, but obviously Simmons being out and now Embiid maybe being hampered at all is is a huge blow to the 76ers. Um, Those who dudes seem- just can't stay healthy. They just That's- can't. They're just, it's impossible. They're... I think it's made, I don't, part of it's probably because they're freaks of nature as far as their body build, but yeah. they just cannot stay not injured. Yeah, which is, I mean, it, disappointing, I think, just from a basketball fan because you want to see these two guys play together, maybe not beat the Bucks, but, you know, at least play well. Yeah. Um, and it does seem like they're on a much shorter clock than we would have thought as far as kind of their window, um, at least – it seems like it's creeping closer and closer, right? How long these two can stay together and how, you know, how uh, big their window is to 
win a championship seems like it keeps getting closer and closer and to, you know, I don't want to count them out or anything, but obviously this is a huge blow and to maybe have this year slip away when they otherwise might have a chance is pretty, uh, pretty disappointing. I think obviously as a 76ers fan, but just as a, a basketball fan in general. So again, more down news, Marlo. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to be more optimistic, but <laughs> Uh, the Lakers lost. That was fun. Yeah, that, that's that's me being optimistic. Um, so I enjoyed, I enjoyed that. They have been actually lost their last three. Now that I look at they it, they have not well. played good. And even the games they win, they don't look like like as far as the team goes. Yeah, they don't look like they're gelling very well. Yeah, yeah. I go back. I see the Lakers lose, and I go, "Hot seat." That means they're not good. And then the Bucks lose, and I go, "They're just put you know wait until the playoffs. It doesn't really matter anymore <laughs> to them now." It's, it's I completely changed my logic. Yeah. Even though the logic should be literally the same because both should be gearing up for a playoff run. Uh, uh, both have nothing to play for, <clears throat> and both are playing kind of below below where you would expect them to be. Um, so. But I do enjoy watching the Lakers lose. So that's good news for me, although not necessarily positive. It's not a positive approach to good news, though. All right. Well, that's all right, Casey. We're going to bring it up here because we got the return of everyone's favorite segment, Casey's Corner Kick. Is this the return? I guess I didn't do it last week. Yeah, it's the return. It's bad. I I boycotted it or something. (laughs) Uh, Well, this was good news, Marla. We had the return of Champions League soccer. It was awesome um during friday and saturday um we had was it just friday and saturday or was it all week doesn't matter we had champions league soccer this week uh which was great so we had it was the round of 16 so there were eight games uh so it must have been spread out over those four days um with just great high level soccer um it, it was really fun to watch uh it was really it was weird in the sense like so much of what makes champions league feel special is just the insane fans more even more so than just a normal like premier league game or a normal bundesliga game although their fans are great like just the added excitement and um pressure of um two high european clubs playing uh, is there and the play of the field was there but like you just you were missing that a little bit uh so that was a little bit disappointing i guess expected but disappointing but it was still really great to see you know these really good teams playing um the quarterfinals are going to be this week marlo so now we're down to our final eight um so we those games are going to be wednesday through saturday uh so marlo you have soccer to watch in the afternoon each one of those days i know you're really excited for that um starts out with Atlanta against PSG. We got Leipzig, Atletico, and then Friday is the marquee matchup, Barcelona versus Bayern Munich, and then wrap it up Saturday, Man City versus Lyon. Um, Lyon knocking out Juventus, I think, was the upset of the round. Um, of a bit of concern, Marlo is the Atletico game, uh, who, of course, you remember, knocked out Liverpool. Yeah. Just before it was the last Champions League match before the quarantine or before the shutdown, um, Atletico had two players test positive uh, on their. These games are all being played in Lisbon now. Um, they had two players test positive uh, as they entered the Lisbon bubble or whatever. 
Um, so we have to see what happens there uh, for that. Uh, that is a bit of concern as far as the rest of the tournament, but um, we'll see how that goes uh, for that. So that is Champions League action this week, Marlo. Uh, they're all at 2 o'clock Central Time. Uh, I think they're on like TNT, something like that. Uh, oh, no, they're on CBS Sports. It just switched, Marlo. I don't know how it switched. Oh, man. But it no, did. It's on CBS. So the last games are on CBS Sports Network, and they're streaming on CBS All Access, not sponsored uh, by. They're not sponsoring us, but um, so if you have CBS All Access, All Access, I guess you get those. But uh, it should be a good week of soccer. Um, at least three games. Maybe Atletico won't happen, but we should have at least three games um, during the week, and I'm excited, especially for that Barcelona Bayern matchup that will be. That'll be really good because Barcelona obviously has Messi, uh, the best player, and Bayern has been the best team in the tournament. And you know, if you went pound for pound, probably best team in the world over the past uh, amount of time, short amount of time. Um, so it should be interesting and an interesting matchup there. That's all I got for all right. the corner kick. That's it. That's the corner kick. That is it. Oh, MLS. Oh boy, MLS is back. Final is Tuesday. It is, I think it's Portland. God, I don't even know. I know Orlando City is in it because Chris Mueller is on it. You remember him from playing soccer at University of Wisconsin. Yes. I'm sure. 100%. Uh, MLS is back. Final. It is Portland versus Orlando. In Orlando. Seems like they have a huge home field advantage for Orlando City. There you go. I'll be rooting for them because of Chris Mueller. <laughs> there we go. MLS is back. Tournament final. All right. Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Oh, I better get there. Now I got to look. Tuesday night. 7.30, Marlon. Okay. I'll, I'll watch it with you on ESPN. Yep. Yep. Just text me. Um. All right. That's it. Quarter kick. Mm-hmm. All right. For real this time. For real. Done. All right, Casey. Uh, it's time for our hodgepags, our, our newly minted segment. Yeah. your name throw-ins? Throw-ins. Throw-ins. What do we got for, this week? First one, Marlo. The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, the has purchased the XFL. Now I, now I see that there's some legal action that might prevent this, but that's not. we're not going to focus on that, Marlo. We're not going to be down We're again. doing the positive. positive we're thing. focusing on how uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, as part of lead member of an investor group, as a, I guess a member of an investor group recruited by the XFL for $15 million. My first question to you, Marlo, is where were we on buying this? Yeah. I mean, really. For for $15 million, $15 million. for a whole sports league? Yeah. It seems nuts. It seems absolutely <laughs> nuts. I think when I first heard that numbers, I thought back to McMahon's initial like weird uh, coming out press conference. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm putting up 125 mil of my own money. He's like, well, <laughs> and you were able to buy for 15 mil. Like, yeah, where uh, were we? We could have scraped some stuff together. Yeah, huh? yeah, we could have. Uh, yeah, so. a couple of friends of the you know fellow fans. Yeah, yeah, get well, together, start, start buy the XFL. Go me for the podcast to buy the XFL. That would have been that would have been wild. Uh, but yeah, the Rock. I mean, I'm can't think of a better front man. Than no, the Rock. For I can't think of a better one. I'm excited to see what they do in that. It looks like we'll have at least another try at the XFL, which yeah. I thought was going well and got screwed by COVID. Yeah. Um, you know, 
as a starter league, you can't obviously can't come back from that. So, yeah, interesting story there. Yeah, I think you know for how much these things cost, I think getting all that for fifteen million seems like a good deal. I don't know. Yeah, he just has to make like a, like half of a movie, and then he's had it paid for. Yeah, then he's fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, next thing, Marlo, PGA Championship. Uh, I know you were watching this all weekend. Uh, Colin Morikawa, 23-year-old phenom. Uh, I don't know if he was a phenom before this, but now that he won, he's, he's definitely a phenom. A phenom yes. uh, won, he eagled the 18th to win it in style, won by two strokes. So, Although he did need the eagle, that was the margin of victory. Uh, so a great, a great win by him. He played really well uh, today. He shot a 64, uh, and he was the first... I didn't get the stat. He shot 129 on the last two days, which is the lowest ever of something. PGA Championship, I don't know. Uh, but that means his last two rounds are really good, and that's why he won. So good job by him. Um, it was a really interesting kind of down the stretch uh, because there were like six players tied on like the 14th hole, like uh, when the leaders were on the 14th. So it was like a down-to-the-wire thing. Lots of players involved. Um, so which made it which made it really interesting, and he was the one who kind of pulled away. Nice. Yeah, I didn't get a ch- I, hand up. Didn't get a chance to watch much of the uh, PGA Championship this weekend. Um, but they had crowd noise. Did they? Yeah. Uh, I uh, I I don't think I I kind of had it on in the background at one point. Yeah. But um, I, I did too. But then I I sat down and I watched the the final stretch, and you know. DJ Johnson hits and you just hear the boy DJ and you're like, oh, wait, really? <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. So yeah, I've been meaning to say something about that. I feel like uh, audio engineers right now are just l- loving life. Like <laughs> they're, they're they're like they're called upon because I mean that's that's a good example of like I think I used the example of watching a Red Sox games one of the f- the first weekends baseball was back and it was clearly just some. A rec- like an old game that they just used the white noise sound from, yeah. Um, and there was no like relation to what's going on to the game. Much like you just said, like you, this engineer, whoever is doing the audio here, is going with the flow of the game, or in this case, the match in golf, um, to insult, insert said audio. And I just can't, yeah. I keep thinking as things are go- things are evolving that you know. Uh, stu- Audio engineers are just probably like haven't living their best life right now and, and getting recognized. So there you go. I'm just recognizing audio engineers for students yeah. right now. There you go. Nice. Yeah. I, yeah. I was listening to the Brewers game today, and like there was like a routine grounder full to end the inning, like bases empty, routine grounder, and like the audio engineer like had the fans just going nuts. <laughs> I was like, they probably would have like golf clapped him and like, hey, but they're like, yeah. you know, this big cheer. Yeah. And I was like, all right, settle down. <laughs> settle <laughs> down. All right. That's, those are my two thrones, Marlo. Do you have one for us? Um, yeah, I do. Blackhawks are back. They're back. They won their first, uh, NHL Stanley Cup series. It counts as one, uh, since, 2015 and beating Edmonton three to one in the best of five series. Uh, take la- that, yeah, Edmonton. Take that as one of the last teams to get into this bubble tournament. They did. the old 12 over a five seed strikes again. Uh, but yeah, Blackhawks are moving on. They're <laughs> into the tournament. They're into the tournament. Um, I'm I'm now fully back on 
watching Blackhawks games, and I've actually been pretty entertained by the hockey, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I mean, having the Blackhawks has, has something to do with it, but watching the the f- three goals in the last five minutes by the by Maple Leafs the other night was kind of wild. Um, but it's, yeah, hockey, hockey's just, it's just, it's it's mayhem, and I'm loving all of it. Yeah, looks like it might not be enough for the Maple Leafs. They're down 2-0 right now to the Blue Jackets of Ooh. Columbus. Um, yeah, I think there's just something, something about playoff hockey or, you know, short series hockey that uh, just just does it. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't say I've stayed up late to watch the Blackhawks because they're always, they always seem to be the late game. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and I just I just uh, just haven't gotten haven't gotten that invested in it yet. Uh, but it is good to see them back uh, in in the playoffs. Although their wait wasn't as long as the Phoenix Coyotes, who had to wait three thousand fourteen days, Marla, which is just such a weird headline. It's about eight and a half, eight and a quarter years. Uh, so I guess they wanted to get that pandemic time uh, added on to their their wait to get back to the playoffs. So uh, I guess that's two teams in the West who are returning after a sizable absence. Yeah. There you go. Right there's still doing East versus West. Yes. Did yeah. There's yeah, that's okay. the two bubbles. There's one. There's oh yeah, that's Eastern right. That's Western right. Conference. So. All right. Good there stuff. It, there it is. There's our throw-ins. That was there's awesome. our throw-ins. We did it. We did it. Uh, we made it through the podcast. There has not been any breaking news, so there's still a chance, yeah. Casey. Uh, <laughs> what if they if they meet and they say everything's back on? Our segment might look a little foolish, but it that's might. Okay. But we'll see. People will understand. People understand. All right. Well, that's going to be it for me. As always, you guys, follow us on Twitter at 132Breeze. Myself, at MarloJR. Casey, at Prof Badger Fan. Casey, you got any last words? Well, I just got my normal send-off, Marlo. I don't have any other additional words, so let's just go with that. Until next time, fellow fans, I hope all your favorite teams win all the sports.